Welcome back to middle school. It's a zoo right there, so just be cool. Don't speak too loud, try to fit in. But if you don't, then you can be in. everyone and welcome to episode zero of the outfit repeaters a lizzie mcguire recap podcast i'm your host marissa Cantor, and i'm here today with my co-host and boyfriend sam chung thank you for that introduction it's great to be here and my favorite part about all this is that we don't even need to leave the apartment to do it right yeah, so it's very low stakes. Very low stakes. I mean, the content is high stakes because it's Lizzie, it's McGuire. Lizzie McGuire. Right, it's Lizzie McGuire, but the circumstances around it are very low stakes. Yeah, so I, I, like I just that. wanted to do something fun, chill. Lizzie McGuire is back. Disney Plus exists. Disney we Plus, have yeah. All it, the episodes at our disposal. And. You've never seen Lizzie McGuire. I have not seen Lizzie McGuire. So that's, I think, part of the reason why we're doing this is so that I can introduce myself to the show before the uh, so-called new episodes come into play, which seems to be TBD. Is that correct? Yeah. So we'll get into that, but I think we should go back to the beginning. The, AKA, the very beginning? A.K.A. circa 2001, you got... Six-year-old Marissa falling in love with Lizzie McGuire for the first time. Okay. We need to start there. That's the, that's the, the genesis? That is the genesis. Okay. So, yeah, we're pretty much just here because I really, really love Lizzie McGuire. It was a huge part of my childhood. Um, full Hillary Duff supporter to this day. Um, I just loved her so much I wanted to be Lizzie McGuire at one point in my life to the extent that my second grade teacher started calling me Lizzie because I had a hat and mitten set with a little animation on it and I didn't want to take it off even though no hats were allowed in the classroom Interesting. So she called you by the incorrect name? Yeah, she called, started calling me Lizzie. Like, it was endearing. But also, like, take your hat off, child. So were you into this or not into this? I think, like, a part of me was into it because, I, like I said, I wanted to be Lizzie McGuire. And okay, sometimes so you fed into it. A little bit. All right. Okay. A little bit. Yeah, I had all the paraphernalia. I had, um, like, notebooks and T-shirts. And every Hillary Duff CD, just full, fully on board. So are you, are you more a Lizzie McGuire fan or more of a Hillary Duff fan? I mean, as a 24-year-old adult, I am probably now more a Hillary Duff fan. Like, I definitely, but, like, Lizzie McGuire was the jumping off point. And then I just followed Hillary Duff wherever she went. Every movie she's been in. I've seen... You've seen every Hillary Duff movie. 
Yes. And you're asking me like, like, you don't know this, but we went through her IMDb once and I literally have seen pretty much everything she's ever done. I thought there was one thing. Wasn't there like a Sharon Tate movie? Oh yeah. The new one. That you haven't seen yet? Okay. So every movie, but the new Sharon Tate one. It was like a Lifetime original or something. Yeah. Not a big thing. Admittedly not on my radar. Oh, well, you know, so that's something you can look forward to, I guess, if you're ever feeling some Hillary Duff withdrawal. Well, I shouldn't be because apparently there is going to be a new Lizzie McGuire, allegedly, if it's happening. I really hope it's still happening. Yeah, but is it just her character from Younger? Well, that's what we're wondering, but I love her character from Younger. Also, it's going to be weird seeing Lizzie McGuire in New York City. That's like not her her setting, right? Right. No, that's Kelsey Peters from Younger's setting, <laughs> played by Hillary Duff. Right. So, yeah, and do we know when the new episodes are going to come out yet? I guess at this point, it's early 2020. Yes, yeah, so the new Lizzie McGuire was announced August 2019. I remember this specifically because we were on a little trip to Hershey Park, and... <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? I remember this. I was there. Yes, and I we we got there. We checked into the hotel. We were like about to go to the park for the first time to spend the evening there and explore. Eat some chocolate. Eat some chocolate. Yeah. And I got to the hotel and I opened my Instagram and I saw the little video that Hilda posted with it was like a montage of all these like Lizzie clips and basically saying that like she's back. And I just immediately burst into tears. I remember that. And you didn't give me the context at first. So you just started (laughs) to cry in the hotel lobby. And um, it was really weird. I was (laughs) like, did somebody die? (laughs) No, well, so the thing is, a lot of Lizzie McGuire fans have been wanting this for a very long time, especially because we live in an age of millennial nostalgia. Like that's what media has become, pandering to us with, childhood favorites is there any part of you that like worries about the reboot because a lot of shows have been rebooted recently you look at shows like Roseanne which then became the Connors oh my god well you can't talk about Roseanne on this podcast I'm just saying Will and Grace you know a lot of shows are getting rebooted and it's been kind of like mixed I think as far as like how successful they've been um at recreating kind of what what was there originally so are you worried about these new episodes are you more excited Okay, so initially pure excitement because everything seemed like it had fallen into place. Like Terry Minsky was announced to be back in show running it. Hillary Duff was back. Uh, they announced a few months later that Gordo, Adam Lamberg was going to be in it. And the actors who play Matt and Lizzie's parents, Joe and Sam McGuire, like they were all coming back. We got a good like OG situation happening. And do they all live in New York too? Unclear. Okay. Unclear. We don't really know, and especially now we don't know, because I guess a couple months ago at this point, it was announced that Disney um, dropped Terry Minsky. They parted ways due to some vague creative differences that were not elaborated on. So initially, Terry's on board fully, yes, we're here for this. But now I'm a little scared. I'm not going to lie. I have no 
thoughts on this because I was not attached to the original one because I did not watch it. Thanks, Sam. So the thing about Terry Minsky is my love for her goes beyond Lizzie McGuire at this point. Like I will watch anything she creates because she is also behind a more recent Disney Channel show called Andy Mack, which is just like middle grade perfection in a show. And it it really, I loved it so much because it felt, everything I loved about Lizzie McGuire was in this new show she created, but just in like a modern context. And she's great. And I don't know what's happening now. Yeah, but that show feels very different. Like I've seen a couple episodes of that show from when you watched it. And it does feel very different from Lizzie McGuire, I guess. You know, that's the difference that 15 years can make. Yeah, I I definitely know what you mean. And the show, definitely watching it back, there are some very like dated elements. But I think the heart of both of the shows are the same. Was there any part of you that was like worried coming back to Lizzie McGuire that it like wouldn't hold up? Honestly... No, I don't think that there was. I think that I was so invested in it for so long. Like, watching these episodes, even though they were very dated, it still felt very, like, comforting and, like, like home in a way because, like, all of these episodes are so burned in my brain. I felt like like some of the quotes just, like, came right back to me. Like, I just watched it yesterday. Wow. Well, that's what happens when you watch something in your formative years. Yeah. And then it just sticks with you for, like no reason yeah yeah though I do have um based on I've already fully rewatched the series once in preparation for this and now I'm going back through with Sam and watching it again and I will say that I am capable of viewing this show through a critical lens and there are some things in it that just would not fly in a 2020 world yeah, and my, my plan with this is to really go one episode at a time. I don't want to get ahead of myself. Yeah. So as we watch this through, and we're going to go through uh, with the order that they're on on Disney+, Plus, right? We're not going to go in with the production order because apparently the first episode is not the pilot. Yeah, yeah, we're just going to go in Disney+. Plus order, correct. Just Disney+. Plus order. Okay, so yeah, my plan is to just go one episode at a time, and then we're, we talk about that episode, and it's its own isolated kind of thing. Yeah. And then we move on to the next one. And I can maybe go back to the past, the episode that we have, the episodes that we have watched previously and pull on that information. But I will not go ahead and use information from episodes that we have not recapped yet in my analysis of the current episode that we might be recapping. That's fair. So no spoilers. Uh. No more spoilers than I guess what I already have. I have, and most of the spoilers I have, I think, are about the movie. And we're going to recap the movie too, right? Oh, of course we're going to recap the movie. Okay. All right. Yeah, so our plan is recap all 60-plus episodes, 66, I believe there are, Mm -hmm. movie into the hopefully new show. But it's currently on hiatus, so we don't know when that's happening because they have no showrunner, as we have discussed. Oh, and we didn't talk about how, like, you don't have any knowledge of DCOM Disney. Yeah, no, uh, as a child, not only had I not ever seen Lizzie McGuire, I didn't really watch Disney Channel at all. I'm familiar with the world, right? So I know about shows like That's So Raven and, like, the other cartoons, Phineas and Ferb and, like, Sweet Life. Uh, I actually, I went to NYU. We both went to NYU, and I walked past one of the Sprouse twins. I think it was Cole. I walked by Cole Sprouse once, too. It was probably Cole. Probably Cole. 
So. I don't know why I say it was probably cold, but. Yeah, they look exactly the same. No, right? they don't. Oh, well, whatever. No, they don't. <laughs> they do not look exactly the same. All right. Well, whatever. I, I was not uh, big into the Disney world as a kid. Um, we, well, actually, we were into Disney World. My parents are big. Yes, Disney that's World the fans. weirdest part. Like his family is these like, like they love Disney. Like annual pass holders. Yeah, my parents just, just bought a house in Orlando. Bought a house in Orlando. They love Disney. Yet Sam didn't watch Disney Channel. It's. <laughs> uh, I watched a lot of Boomerang, a lot of classic Makes cartoons. No yeah, I know. I was I was weird. So basically we have a lot that there's a lot we can take this to a lot of places basically in the future we can become a whole empire of of recapping uh, every single Disney <laughs> show from the early 2000s yeah let's and, just well, let's not get ahead of ourselves let's go one show <laughs> okay. at a time here okay so we've talked a lot about how we're going to tackle this podcast I think we've laid out a pretty good groundwork for that and that's pretty much what we wanted to do with this introduction, right? So is there, there anything else that we need to go over? Yeah, I mean, I think that we definitely laid out the show. But who is the show without its hosts? We didn't really introduce ourselves. Oh, my God, you're so right. The most important part of all of this. Yeah, it wouldn't exist without us. It would not exist without us. Without us, you would have no show. True. So... so who are we? Who, who are you? Who am I? Who are you? I'm Marissa Cantor. I, apart from being a Disney Channel super fan, I am a writer. I write books for kids. Um, my debut novel is a young adult book coming out in spring 2020 called What I Like About You. It's a rom-com. I started writing books for kids when I was still a kid myself, um, it was just the kind of content that I was seeing and reading. I'm a, I love reading as well. Um, my early stuff was kind of like a fan fiction combination of a lot of different pieces of media that I loved. Lizzie McGuire, a huge influence, of course. And I'm very much a part of this like kid lit world and like children's media world and aspire to create content that will resonate with kids during their formative years like the stuff that I loved when I was a kid like Lizzie McGuire resonates with me yes yes and I've read the book and it's a good book you should go get it oh thanks no problem you're not obligated to say that in any way no not at all <laughs> objectively it is a great book and I read it and I liked it oh well thanks yeah no problem now who are you mysterious man <laughs> that out uh, we'll see we may, we may <laughs> leave it in so my name is sam chung and despite the fact that i did not watch a lot of disney channel as a child i was instilled with a love of the general film and television landscape uh, my mom introduced me to a lot of kind of like older shows because that's kind of her genre and that kind of turned into a love of screenwriting a love of consuming all kinds of content and so I went to NYU studied film and television there and turned that into eventually a job at NBC uh, in the page program so I was an NBC page for a year and eventually 
I found myself at a children's media company. And so now I do program, uh, program scheduling and planning as well as research analysis for um, a children's television network. And so I do a lot of, you know, finding out where shows should go on the linear schedule, um, researching how different competitive networks are doing uh, in relation to ours and doing a lot of kind of story analysis of our own content just to make sure that we're all understanding what the shows are about and how we can best utilize them throughout the day. And that's kind of what I do. So I feel like I am very attached to the world of children's media. So despite the fact that I have not seen Lizzie McGuire before, I do think that I have a good basis for understanding children's content and being able to analyze the story in a way that will be cohesive. Wow, that was quite a soliloquy, basically saying, I'm qualified, I swear. I am qualified, <laughs> I swear. I, I haven't been practicing in interviews or anything, you know? <laughs> yeah. Cool. So that's us. We've been together for an obnoxiously long amount of time. Um, and it's kind of ridiculous that it's taken so long for Sam to see Lizzie McGuire, but we didn't really have the access to it that we do now. That's true. Disney Plus has really opened up so many doors. So many doors. And now that it's here, we're going to take full advantage of it. All right. If you want to find out more or follow us along on our Lizzie McGuire journey, you can follow us on Twitter at OutfitRepeatPod. We have a Facebook page as well. That's at Outfit Repeaters. So we're just going to get all over social. Yeah. And then if you are interested in the people behind the podcast, I am at Marissa Cantor. I tweet a lot about books and TV and Survivor. <laughs> you too. <laughs> and I am at Sir Sam Chung on Twitter. Um, and I don't really tweet much. So. You know, this could be a whole brand new thing for me. It will be a journey, but we're going on it together. Yes, into the unknown. And on that note, stay tuned for episode 101, Rumors, coming your way soon. Mm-hmm.